I sent you the video of the guy punching the Asian woman about over 100 times. Or why? Apparently it was a hate crime. Apparently it's happening all over the country where Asian elders are mauled like what that guy was doing. So Sean King, who's obviously a black activist, the fact that he spoke about that and brought that up when it's not really a topic that he talks about, then he was like how it shouldn't be like that. Obviously Asians being a minority as well, we should all just stronger when we support each other and when we pretend each other's pain doesn't matter. Like Oppression Olympics, which was in Ginny and Georgia. Have you seen that show? No, I'm yeah. familiar with the, the show. In Ginny and Georgia, there was an episode where I forgot who's who. I think it's Ginny. Her and her boyfriend were in this argument. He's Asian American, half Asian, half white. She is African American, half black, half white. And they were in an argument, basically tearing each other apart on who's more oppressed. That shouldn't really be an argument. It should just be minorities as well. And we're all oppressed. We all go through different parts of oppression, whereas black people are labelled as thugs, violent, aggressive. And then Asians get discriminated, especially because of what happened in the last two years. And we're all getting it, or all the minorities are getting it. And that's kind of what... Sean King is trying to say about this video that we shouldn't be fighting against each other. We should be working together as one. Did you see the video? Why you got hit someone on the floor so many times anyway? Yeah. Then I'm just wondering, like, why? What the reason behind it was? Yeah. Not that there's any justification or anything, but I just wanted to know why, why he did it. There must be a reason. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. If he just was angry, wanted to punch someone. There still has to be a reason behind doing such a such a heinous thing like that. I can't even watch it anymore. It's just, it's just terrible. But yeah, a game, Jay. What game are we playing? We are playing today. Would you rather? Yes. Play. Okay. We give each other two options of two different things, and we'll say which one we'd rather have, or do, or see, or say. Okay. Who would you prefer? Like, it doesn't have to be a date. It could also be like friendship. Or who would you just? Want to just go out and have a good time with Zendaya or Zoe Kravitz? I'd say I'd rather spend the day hanging out with Zendaya. Okay. And why Zendaya? I don't know. I just think we'd have a bit more to talk about. We'd just be more comfortable, just easy to hang out with as like friends. Chill, play video games, just eat food. I think I wouldn't have to try as hard to think of things to say or there wouldn't be those awkward pauses. I think it'd just be like, you know, chilling with a friend that you've known for ages in there with Zendaya. Zendaya just seems like a whole laugh. She comes has that energy of someone who's just fun to be around. What are you what are your thoughts on it too? Zendaya? Or Zoe Kravitz? Oh, I don't know because Zendaya, she's cool, she's fun. I feel like I'll just have an amazing time with her. But Zoe Kravitz, oh my god, she is so beautiful. Zendaya is beautiful as well. But I grew up watching Zendaya in Disney. I still don't look at Zendaya in that way. So, I'll probably go on a date with Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, I'm taking Zoe Kravitz on a date. She's getting wine and dined. What, what would you be eating? What's on the menu? What's on the menu? Oh, there's some salmon on the menu. Mm. There's some nice old wine, like the bottles that's locked up. There's strawberries dipped in chocolate, even though I don't like fruit mixed with chocolate but for zoe i'll definitely do that nice rose petals on the table as well 
nice vegan ice cream. I feel like Zoe Kravitz is more on the vegan type of way, healthy eating itself. It'll be anything that Zoe wants, Zoe gets. That's what I do. I'll say one more then, yeah? Okay. Let's go to maybe some rappers. So Little Wayne, Lil Wayne. Hanging out with Lil Wayne. I'm going to make the second choice so hard that you probably won't go for Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne or Tupac? Lil Wayne. Okay. The thing is, I don't have that connection with Tupac because he died before I was born. Lil Wayne was like the biggest thing back in 2000. All that mumble rapper stuff. Lots of that was started by Lil Wayne and stuff. I'm going to put in like an extra person then that might like slide over Lil Wayne. Maybe Eminem. I still choose Lil Wayne. Okay. Just like I think I'd have a better time with Lil Wayne. Okay. Which one do you think? Not necessarily a date, just to hang out with. Like, say you won a competition to hang out with him for a day. Who would you want that prize to be? Yeah, it's it's Eminem, one hundred percent. I love him. Growing up, Eminem songs all day, every day. Then I'll go for Tupac because same reasons what you said. He died before I was born, but I'm gonna flip it and say that's the reason why. I would like to obviously hang with him because I'm curious. I'm more curious about Tupac, about his life, how he fought. Because from the media, from what I've seen of him, he seemed like such an interesting guy. One of the most famous rappers, probably one of the most intelligent rappers to have ever lived as well. And I'll ask that question if him and Jada Pinkett Smith were, were more than what they gave off to the public. Just a lot of information, a lot of things I want to learn. Who do you prefer with Jada, Jada Smith? Will Smith or Tupac? I think Tupac and Jada Smith were soulmates as friends. And maybe it was good that they never obviously formed that romantic connection. But I feel like if Tupac would have lived longer, maybe they probably would have got together. Maybe. I don't know. But I love Will Smith over Tupac. I'm sorry. Will Smith's one of my favourite actors. I'm going to go with my guy, but in terms of if they're perfect for each other, as they built a good community for each other, but they're not good for each other. From what we've all seen with her and August Alcina, the whole entanglement and just staying together, even though they shouldn't have. And a lot of families are like that. They just stay together. But then do you think two- that's still a marriage or do you think they're just together to be together, but they're not like, you know, they're not there, like maybe emotionally or they're just married? Do you think they're still, like, you know, involved? I think they're involved, but I don't know if they're currently still involved with other people because Will Smith was definitely doing his thing as well. He's just not vocal about it the way Jada is. And obviously Augustina caught out on it. So are they together like that? Maybe they are. And I think with them, it's kind of like Empire, Lucius and Cookie. They're always going to have that bond. They're always going to be there for each other. But sometimes... In certain periods of their lives, some people just have to be in it just to keep them going, keep their fire alive. Because 20 plus years to be married is a long time and it is commitment. And I feel like they have committed to each other, but they haven't committed to each other in all ways of a relationship. But they're working. They've built a foundation. It hasn't been healthy for their kids. Willow Smith has spoken about that. Probably for Jaden as well, his friend. He was friends with August, I swear. His friend was banging his mum what would you do if my friend and my mother no we can't be friends anymore hmm. i'm sorry but how could you 
bring someone into your home and that happens now do you think you could ever trust them i don't know and i think for me it's not the fact that they're my friend i think for me it would just be the age and just what are you going to talk about it just wouldn't make sense to me also it depends on what sort of friend they are to you so and i'm thinking of my childhood best friend and now nah, i wouldn't like that Mm-mm. and i won't be mad at the friend i'll be mad at the parent because really you've watched them grow up like what the hell that's kind of like nah that's weird i'll be like to my friend are you okay did they like groom you at some sort of point yeah, that's your- Parenting. Nah, man. That, but that's my childhood best friend. If it's like a best friend I got later on in life, where my parents haven't watched them grow up, then yeah, I'm. I'm also talking to the friend and be like, "What are you doing? Let's flip it. Let's let's give you a scenario, because when you're talking about your friend and your parent, what are you thinking about in your head? Are you thinking about your friend with your mom, or are you thinking about your friend with your dad? If it's mum, dad, male friend, female friend, with either either one, it doesn't that's okay. still your friend it's just weird what are your thoughts on that me with nah hell you know how i'm like with age i don't like big age gaps nah nah i'm not doing it i'm not doing it like me with my f- nah nah actually though didn't i tell you the other day that dating a mom was like a fetish so <laughs> maybe well, you would do it though if the opportunity presented actually itself. maybe 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 it depends yeah, i don't think you can come to my house anymore no because when you put it that way because you know stiff is it stiffless mom in american pie yeah he's buff if your friend had a mom like that then damn you know i mean part of the reason why that guy did it was to annoy stiffler anyway yeah 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 but his his mom's also hot as well let's give you a scenario you're 18 yeah you're single you had no potential partners, whatever. You just made a friend. You've been friends with them for six months. And then you meet their mom. Their mom looks like Zendaya mixed with Zoe Kravitz, mixed with <laughs> <laughs> mixed with Rihanna. I don't know. Just mixed with a lot of hot people. And she makes a move on you. You don't make a move on her. Like, what I'll are you like, Respectfully say no thank you. And, uh, <laughs> and leave. Sibling, that's fine. Parent. <laughs> Mm. No. Okay. Sibling. Never in a million years will I be on board with that. Okay. It's your parent. It makes sense. But your sibling, you literally just touched on there. You would let your friend date your sibling. I would. Okay. You deepened it. Like if you think any of your friends right now, let me let me use one for an example. I'm not obviously going to say the name. The person at your birthday. Would you let them date your um sister? Well, yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah? If I'm friends with you, then obviously, then, you know, you should probably be a decent person. You know, you're not a decent person. I probably wouldn't be friends with you anyway. Okay. But at the same time, if I didn't think you would be a nice person in that way, I wouldn't let you meet my sister in the first place. Yeah. And then at the same time, I trust my sister to make her own good judgments about those things anyway. Like, I can tell her, like, oh, this guy's not good for you. But if she wants to go and do it anyway, then it is her life. It's her choice. So... Mm. I respect my sisters to make these decisions for herself. What about you? Would you let your friend date your sibling? Where do you draw the line? Not my younger siblings. They're too young. Like, Any sibling of a, a reasonable legal age, then? Yeah, they're all my older siblings. So, yeah, do your thing, whatever. But I just even mean when we're older. And nah, not my younger siblings. It's like massive age gap. And I get maybe if 
they were in their 20s or their 30s. I don't know. It depends. So say if it's a friend I've had now and they're the age that they are now and then it's later on in life. Nah, because you knew them when they were kids. If maybe, again, like I said, I made an adult friend when my younger siblings were adults as well, then that might be okay. What's the lower limit then in terms of age? Like 16, is that okay? Would you be on board with that if they met at 16 and then like, you know, four or five years down the line? Nah, nah, not that. Not 16. 25 at least. 25. 25. That's it. Okay. I get with that. And also, like I said, ugh, I don't know about this whole age gap thing, but if I'm older, maybe my mind might change about that. Let's say, Jay, because you and your sibling are obviously close in age, but say you had a much younger sibling who is 10 years younger than you, okay, they're like 20, and then your friend who is 30, if you've known for years, decides that, oh, I want to date your sister. Okay, yeah. Well, when did they meet? How old were they when they met? They met when she was a teenager, so when she was like 15. It depends, because if he was always like, from the time she was 15, oh, yeah, in a few more years, yeah, then maybe, then no, of course not. But if she yeah. was like 20, then they started talking, speaking a bit differently to each other, then I could accept that. I mean, I don't know if I should feel any different. I don't, I don't have a little sister, so I don't know. I don't have a little brother either. That's true. But yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. We've kind of had this conversation before on an an earlier podcast with one of those uh, lost lost episodes that we do have in our archive. (laughs) You have a child, let's say your child's 20, and you have a friend who's, you know, around your age, they're single, and all of a sudden they're dating your child. Is that weird? That's even more weird than the sibling. That's a no. That's a no. Uh, Whatever the age, it's a no. What was a friend that you met recently? Actually, it depends. Okay, if it's a friend that's around my age, no. If it's a friend, you know some people have, like, age gap friends who are, like, 20 years younger, then, yeah. Say you're 40, your yeah. friend is just happens to be, like, 10 years younger than you. And how old is my child? 20. How long have I been friends with this person? Less than a year. I'm still not okay with it. Maybe if it was cutting it down by five years, it might be all right. It's not as bad as 20, I'll be fuming. But the 10, I'll be like, mm, okay. If it was maybe 25 and 35, okay. But the 20 and the 30, nah. Different life experiences. Like, yeah, uni right now. Then what's the problem? Is it the life? Is it the age gap or is it the fact that they were your friend? It's all of it. It's so many things. Okay. Yeah, it's obviously the friendship. It's the the age and it's also what age they are as well. I feel like it changes over time. Like I said, like 20 and 30, even if this person wasn't my friend, I'll still look at it like, what are you doing with 30 years old? 25 and 35, so much better. 25, brain fully developed. You're possibly out of uni. You're starting to literally be that adult. Yeah, maybe I could adjust to it. Still, I feel like it's quite of a big age gap, but they're 25. Like, what can I do? They know what they want. That's why, like, so many factors play into it. But um, it was a friend, that you, someone who used to be your fell out, and then all of a sudden they're now dating your child. So they're not your friend anymore. Mm-hmm. Does that make it any better? And the, the age gap is still the same, say 25 and 35. 
Yeah, that, it just makes it worse, the fact that they fell out with me and I did my job. Well, what if that was unrelated? They're not like kind of dating your daughter or son to get back at you. They just happened to have met. And... Yeah, but in my head, I always think they were out for revenge. Like, even Why is if... that? Yeah, because they they fell out with you. And I know you're saying that, oh, no, they just randomly. But no, if you're friends with them, they should know that that's, that's your child, right? Nah, nah. What about you? You're... Oh, no. Hell to the no. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Why? 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 It's just weird, isn't it? Mm. You know, you know that like, friends you have, and like you know, you have some banter, you, you tell each other stuff like mm. about your relationships and you know your, your sex life or whatever it is. Oh, so imagine you know sharing all that information, mm-hmm. and then with someone, and then two twos, you turn around, they're now with your daughter, like or son. That's just weird. Okay, is what you guys are obviously talking about. That makes sense. And then imagine if they told you all like the stuff they want to get up to and all the stuff that they like. You're just like, okay, if that's what you're into, yeah. now they're probably going to be into that with your child. What would you do? Are you talking to your child? Are you talking to your friend? What's the aftermath of this? They're just going to the jail just so they can keep away from the other one. Someone's getting something put in their bag. Hey. Definitely. definitely. No, I can't, I can't <laughs> have that. I'm protecting my child. Yeah. They're not ready for all of that. The weird thing about it is that if they know it's your child and they're still pursuing them, wow. that is 100% weird. If they didn't, okay, different. Different story. Still, I'll let them know that, hey, that's 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 my child. What are you doing? But, you know, they didn't know. It's tough. And the crazy thing about it is just there's so many people out there that you could date and just be interested in. And you choose my child. That's the thing. It's the word choose. Like, why are you choosing my child? You think there's a bit of a intention in there, then? There must be. You know, you mentioned being with the parent. You even said to me, would I date my friend's parent? <laughs> I didn't really give the best response, but I think I would respect if it's the child. That's one thing I'm respecting the most. You know, with certain friends, say you've got an ex, and then your friend would know that they'll never try it with your ex because that's your ex. I'm never going to try and be with my friend's child. How comes it never works like that in the TV shows? How come mm. they all date each other's exes? Mm-hmm. I know how they all just date each other all the time, every season. But to be fair, it, it's a bit different when you're teenagers. It's not serious. I'm talking about in terms of exes, it's like your ex-wife or your ex-husband or a partner that you've been with for like five plus years. That's what I would consider. But say if it's someone you had a fling with, situationship, you dated for a couple months, and then they met your friend some months later, you didn't really know about this other person because your friend didn't talk about that person because they were hardly a thing. That's acceptable. That's fine. But it's the ones when like your friend has been in your ex's life for all those years and then after you guys break up then they're with your ex then it's a bit different but still acceptable I could accept that if I find out that my ex has a better connection with my friend and it's only if you're able to be friends with your ex after did you switch how I met your mother yeah yeah so like um Barney and Robin Ted was with Robin first and then Robin got with Barney. Those situations, okay, I 
I would allow that in my own life scenario if I was able to be friends with my ex after. But say if it was like an ex that was just like the worst, abusive, you've basically been spinning out to your friend like this person like abused me, was the worst. And then they decided to get with the ex. Then that's the problem. Say you had an ex and then your friend, let's say a best friend, got with your ex. Rather be my close friend to be honest, but at the same time, I don't know because I don't really have exes. I think once you get to that point, you're just like, I just hope they're happy. Then it doesn't really bother you who they go with. Probably while the wounds are still fresh, I suppose it might hurt a bit more. Unless your friend was just like waiting in the in, in the background, just sabotaging your relationship. And that's oh, yeah, that would blow my blood. Like literally, like, just utterly pur- undermining your relationship. I'll purposely get back to the ex just to like get petty at that that person who's just trying it like you imagine nah it's fire it's fire and water personally i think if i was in that situation and i had someone and we were together in a relationship and then they unless we were like gonna get married then you know move on with whoever you want my cousin my brother my sister whatever no i think it draws line at siblings no you can date my sibling if you want to if you want to stay in the family that badly that you want to date my sibling then cool but if it was like we're going to get married we were going to get married we were engaged or we were married and you want to date my sibling or best friend after we broke up then that's a bit different Mm. and it makes it complicated especially the kids part and then your kids will be cousins slash siblings ah it's, it's too messy he could have been your dad, but he's not because of you. Because oh. you're now with his brother. It, you guys will always be seeing each other, though. You can't even get away from your exes because there's always going to be some remnants of you on the internet and your past relationships and stuff. Like the Honestly. pictures of you guys are always going to exist, and you're always going to have it in your phone because in the cloud forever. Fifteen years ago, you lost your phone. You lost all the pictures in it. But now if you lose your phone, it's already on the cloud. It doesn't okay. really make that much of a difference. Yeah, yeah, Because even, like, looking back through my phone, i got, like, bare pictures of me when I was in, like, college. So if I like, was in a relationship back then, I've no doubt they'll still have those pictures in my phone. And not yeah. because I, I'm, I'm, like, actively keeping them. It's just because you just don't really think about it like that. Yeah, that's true. Some people grow up in, like, really strict religious families. Yeah. Like, they become porn stars and things like that. Because, like, they're just restricted so much of doing what they want to do that. When yeah, they get that yeah. freedom, they go to an excessive extreme. That's why they say don't restrict your child from doing... Give them choices. You know, people in school who were restricted from, obviously, going out, they'll be the ones that be doing stuff in the park, you know. That's what I'm going to say. When they go to uni, they go crazy. Because they were just uh, like... I have a friend like that. Like, her yeah. parents <laughs> were kind of strict so that when she got the opportunity to do what she wanted to do, like, she just went mad. She's doing a madness. They always go mad, don't they? They go mad. Look back at the parents and the parents will go, oh, what did I do? Uh, Yeah, because you did so much. That's why your child's like that. You did too much. Even the other day, I went to Costco with um, with my mate. Yeah. And um, our mutual friend. Yeah. And um, I just bought like this massive bag of skills. One of them sharer ones. It was like bigger than the normal ones you have in the shop. Probably like three times the size. Mm -hmm. I just ate them all. That's the thing with sweets, though. They're not making you full. You just no, eat it. I'm... It's like Tamfastix pack. Like, you just eat them all. Yeah, I know. Like, those ones, they say, like, share a pack, in it. I was like, yeah. how can you share this? It's not even big enough for just me. No, it's talk not. about share a pack? That's just probably down to your control. Just have no control when it comes to sweets. Like, there's pick a mix. Oh, those pick a mix are such a bum. 
Oh, even if you fill up like this, the shallow is part of the bag and it costs you like ten pounds. Yeah, no, that's why you go to Wilkinson. I don't know if they do anymore. Love Wilkinson. Get, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> hey, fill up those cups. You push yeah. it. You push it. You can't push no more. I remember we were in Wilkinson. This is when we were in secondary school, and then you know where you hear announcements on the speaker in the store. They must have said, "Can someone go to aisle this?" And it was basically our aisle because we were all just hovering around the pick and mix and that what are we gonna do take a couple of sweets i hate when they would do stuff like that or like when security guards would just follow you around the shops they should get a better train how to be discreet because if you're gonna follow someone around at least oh, make it like discreet literally. like because they, they're just so bait as well like yeah they are and i remember i went to i think this was tesco or co-op i don't know which one and then I came out. Luckily, I said print receipt. Sometimes I won't. And then as I was walking out the shop, I was with my friend. The guy said to me, yeah, you didn't pay. I was like, bruh, I showed him the receipt. Because you know, it's a self-checkout, yeah. Why are people like that? And even if I didn't pay, you're not going to risk your life on the line for this big corporation that don't even care. <laughs> but even I paid. I had my receipt. Some people just like authority. He one time, I was literally leaving the shop, and some woman in front of me went through, and the alarm yeah. went off. And yeah. I was like, maybe two or three seconds behind. Yeah. And the security guard like came up to me and was like, "Stop!" Was I didn't this... even show him the receipt. I just, I just walked past it because like, yeah, you don't have no. a right to stop you. When the alarm goes off, I just continue walking. Yeah, I hate. The only it. time I showed my receipt when I'm leaving a shop is in Costco. Do you remember what race the security guard was? The one who stopped you instead? I think he's actually African, actually. Ah, oh, it's there. You didn't pay. Them one, them uncle. One time, yeah. I was with my friends. It was in the shop, and then two decided to. My friends, with, they ran out of the shop. I don't know why. I think they just wanted to run, like race. <laughs> yeah. And the security guard came to me. Was like, "Why are they running?" I was like, "I don't know. Go and ask them." And they was like, "You want to check my receipt?" He's like, "No, it's okay." I'm like, why are you wasting my time? But once, um, I was in um the shop. I was with someone that you know, and then she wanted to put her coat in the bag that we already have. So she put her own coat in the bag. And the guy in the shop, he was looking at us, yeah. The guy that was working there and pointing at us and talking to someone else that works there. And it was this white guy, by the way. He was he was talking to the black woman and obviously pointing at us. And it put me like, mm, I'm putting the coat in the bag, whatever. And then I knew she knew that we wasn't stealing because she just gave him like a look, like, what the hell? And I was like, yeah, that's it. And why would we do it right in front of them as well? I hate taking off coats when I'm in the shops and putting them in bags. Because people just think you're stealing. It's like that scene in a Kid Outhood, isn't it? You remember that film? Oh, yeah. You know when he goes into the shop and he's wearing that hat? Yeah. And then when he goes to leave, they're like, oh, you stole that hat. And he's like, no, I was wearing it when I came in. And, yeah. You know, that, it's all like that kind of nonsense. And it's like when you're in the shop and then you come into the shop with like sweets or like a drink in your hand. Mm. And then obviously it is quite hard for the shopkeeper to be fair. You come into the shop with a lucid in your hand, they might not obviously see you. So when you go to the till to pay for your other stuff, they're gonna think, Oh, what about this? And then normally you go, Oh, uh, I came in with it, and they'll be like, Oh, cool, fine. Like they're gonna ask, but it's just so nerve wracking. Say if I have a sweet on me or a drink, I always make sure to put it in my pocket before going to the shop because they're just gonna think that I stole it or I'm trying to go without paying for it advice to give our to give our listeners to it shouldn't be advice as well we shouldn't have to do that we shouldn't have to feel like they're watching us when we're in the stores and um, they're thinking we're stealing 
when there's probably some other people in the stores that look quite suspicious, but they're overlooked. So yeah, that's the thing. That is why I always get a receipt, especially when I'm at the self checkout. I always get yeah. my receipt. And I remember yeah. I, was, I was at uni with a really close friend, and she never used to get a receipt. I was like, "Where's your receipt?" And she's like, oh, "I didn't get a receipt." And I was like, "We always have to get a receipt." Mm. Like I was like, always tell her to always get a receipt because that's just what I do. I always have to get a receipt. But sometimes I get so paranoid. I even take a picture of my receipt as well. Like, uh, I still get so paranoid sometimes. Like, oh, this is going to be the day where I don't have the receipt, and they're going to the alarm's going to go off for some random reason or something. And they're going to be like, "Oh, you stole this." I was like, oh. I remember one time that it was in Lidl. Yeah. You know the pastry bit in Lidl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we missed one pastry or something. Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad about it. Like, we could have like, oh, we got a free, like, pecan or something <laughs> that, that made that pecan thing. Yeah. I felt so guilty about it. Why should I feel guilty, actually? They probably robbed me blind half a million times, overcharged me. It's just one thing that's cost, like... 40p or something you want you to feel guilty <laughs> they want you to police yourself in it so that like, you yeah. always think like oh i can't take this even though i could because i'll be caught or something so, like, yeah. yeah but i think there's loads of ways you can probably just steal from shops anyway like yeah, even like with those pick and mix from wilco like yeah. if you go into the self-checkout surely you could just press that you've got a small cup and then just like take the big cup oh, or really? something like I don't know, babe. There's got to be a way of like well, they scan you know, it around these things. Mm. Yeah, but like if you go to the self checkout, like if, say you take a small cup and scan the small cup, <gasps> and then like, and it won't beep off when you leave the shop with the. I don't know. I don't know because I don't think they. I think I, I thought stuff only beeps if it's got like security tags on it and stuff. Okay. Oh, one on one, guys. I want to talk to somebody who works at Tesco's or one of those supermarkets. Yeah. To explain how the the alarm thingy works. Actually, to be fair, yeah, because sometimes when you're getting your food and, you know, the bags, you now have to pay for. Some people just mm. won't pay for the bag. They'll just put the food in the bag. They won't scan the bag. So, yeah, I guess it wouldn't go off. Yeah, you're right. You buy one free thing with the bags. I thought you take two, but you only pay for one. Um, mm? you take... I thought that's how it works. I thought we're generally going to pay for the bags. Yeah. I thought you're supposed to take two and only pay for one. I thought that's the way it works. Mm, no. Um, yeah. you know buy one get one free thing if i worked in the tesco's or just any supermarket i am not gonna care what's going down that shop if someone wants to take a starburst you take that starburst i'm not especially when they're telling you that you have to chase this person that's stealing food you could be maybe two times your size i'm not putting my life on the line like i said for this big corporation so at the same yeah, yeah. But at the same time these people have no right to the, like legal right to detain you even if you stolen something so you yeah. them those cute guys chasing you down the road and grabbing you and i don't think they're allowed to do that to be honest it's ego and authority i'm not gonna lie when i was in year six i was a prefect and there was this little shit bag i'll say he was like a couple years younger and he would just get away with everything and i'm just like not on my watch at lunchtime you're not allowed to going like the halls and i was just like no nah, you're not coming in mm-hmm. i had to put my foot down with him i was like no nah. and then one person was like oh just 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 allow him i'm just like no nah, i'm not allowing this kid he's mad we had this thing called the anti-bullying club if you signed up you basically got to be a police officer oh, <laughs> we all break really? out one lunch time you went to the, like, the training class they told you oh this is the size of bullying this is how you should like approach bullying 
Yeah. Really, like, this is what you should do. You should tell a teacher. And you had like a little badge as well. It said ABC on it. So it was such a power trip. I remember yeah. I was on it. And yeah. I was just like, I could do whatever I want. Yeah, true. It's like that experiment. Was it the Milgram or something experiment? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, about in the prison, the prison officers. Mm-hmm. and the prison believe- experiment. Yeah, 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 that, like, it happens, and it's, it's happening in real life with actual police officers, they're literally abusing their powers. Literally. Yeah. Given like, that much power. Because if it happens to kids, if kids are just, like, given a bag, to like, no authority, they are just be told to, like, oh, yeah, go and do this, and you're yeah, going to yeah, take it, it too far. There's things different when you're a kid, it's, you're a kid, isn't it? But when you're an adult, you're given this role where your role is basically to protect people. And you're doing the exact opposite. You know, like, you abuse your power a little bit. I don't know. You're going to the store, take a Starburst. Who cares? But it's when they're abusing their power in a sense, like, when lives are in danger. And I'm talking about with America and police raids and yeah, stopping you, people. America. Yeah. America's crazy, man. I remember there was a story in the paper the other day, well, not the other day, like, a couple of months back about this police officer who was doing exactly that. He was, like, scanning, like, one item that, that has a lower price or like switching the tags on items and stuff like that. Okay. Like, do you know where they have like the reduced stuff and they have like different stickers on them? Yeah. He was like taking the stickers off and putting them on something else and like really? doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause you know, like when they put the stickers on for like the, the reduced stuff, like say you take a sticker yeah. like that and you put it on something that's like say 50p. Yeah. You take it and you put it on something more expensive. So is it a sticker that they just swap? It could be the sticker, it could be like the label. I remember this woman, there's this TV show called Catastrophe, and this woman did that in the shop. She switched the label and then she got to the checkout and then they like caught her. I don't know how they do that. Like, say you go to like Sports Directs, you know how they have the, like, the tags that are kind of like hanging off, like they're kind of loose tags that you just pull off like when you get home anyway. Oh. So you're just like, yo, yeah, this is the tag for this one, it just fell off. It all comes down to how trained, yeah, the staff is, because if you obviously been working in the shop for like a year, you would know what is what. Like, you will know that that thing costs over £100 and that costs about £30. So I think that's how people are caught out as well because you can't do that in selfishness. <laughs> yeah, that, that only works at the lower level. of Yeah. Jewellery, electronics, designer clothes, people are going to that. Like, you can see your till at the end of the day, what's going in, what's going out. They can see the numbers. I worked in football season, so I did a couple of shifts. There was a part of the agency. When I was at uni, I did this. I think at the beginning, they kind of check, okay, this is how much is in your till. And then at the end, they check how much you got in your till after. And they mm-hmm. could tell if a lot of money's been taken or if the figures just don't match. And obviously, a lot of people that work there tend to be quite new in working and they don't really know tills. So this one girl who was next to me, her till sum was way under. And she didn't still. I was next to her the whole time. She just didn't know how to really work the till. So she had to obviously stay back so they could investigate. I don't think nothing happened to her. I think they just understood that it was just a genuine mistake. But surely but the it, till, the, the, the money would be there even though she's not putting it on the till. Like all the money I think there. it's the transfer of the money taken out, probably just not doing the right change or something like that. I don't know. It's weird how it works. I forgot how it worked, but I remember being there on the day and like just checking that you can never go under. When people would tip you as well, you couldn't take tip. You probably would have just had to put in the till. And I think that's how 
these stadiums are also making so much money because people aren't allowed to take tips. They check your pockets and everything like that. I worked in a pub. Yeah. You could get like some really good tips, but it's always shared out. Yeah. It's pissing off so much. Because you can literally like work your bum off all day and make like 50 pounds in tips. And then you know you're going to see, at the end of the month, you're probably going to see like five pounds of that. Uh, Like Christmas Day, I remember I did like 400 pounds in tips one Christmas. Yeah. And it was like a four hour shift, it was Christmas Day. It's like four, that's like 100 pounds an hour, like in tips. And I saw like, I think at the end of the shift, Shared tips was like forty quid or something like that. Oh, that's all yours. It pissed me off so much. Like, no, that was especially good. when like someone gives you like a twenty pound note. It's like, oh, just take this for yourself. It's been great. Whatever you like, you just, you just know you're gonna have to put it in the jar. They need to do something about that because so the wages should be good enough where you don't need to be tipped anyway. So the fact that you're tipping that it's just a gift for yourself. I don't know why they literally, do that. Some days you could literally earn more in tips than your hourly wage. Yeah. The whole shift. You could really do really well. You could really pay like £48 for your shift, your six-hour shift, yeah. Yeah. But then your tips for that day could have been like 50 quid or like even like more. Yeah. So that's like, for six hours work, like again, £100. Yeah, that's like really good. But then, you know, you share it out. And at the end of the month, you see like £70 worth of tips on like a good month. And you're just like... But nah. how so I could literally do this in like two shifts? And how yeah, I get it annoyed me so much, especially when people are just useless at their job and like really incompetent. They, like they eat you because they're you, basically. This is why, if it's a job that you absolutely love, okay, work your butt off. But if it's a job that you're just there because you for the money or things, and like kind of in the situation of tips, always do the bare minimum because. Like happened with that 400 tip. That's all your money. I don't think anyone probably got tips that day, did they? The fact that you got £40. If they did, I was in the biggest room. So I had the most stress. And it's Christmas Day, in it? So yeah. We have like massive tables. The pub is jammed, is round. This was like 2019. The pub was packed. The bar was so big. You couldn't even walk around it. And I had the most stressful room. And okay. yeah. And everyone else had smaller tables. All the other tables had like five or more people on them. So yeah. a lot of people and like that's the most stress in it because you're constantly running up and down as soon as you walk back to the kitchen to get something on the way someone else is asking you to do something and then they're saying that you take this place to another section that you're not in and then when you dropped off those places in that section someone's asking you for sources so you have to go back to the kitchen again mm-hmm. and when you go back to the kitchen again they're giving you more places to take out and then how all the stress kind of mounts up and stuff like that it's just so infuriating that's why i like jobs where you, like you work really hard you can get bonuses and different things like that I never want to work yeah. in a again where the only bonus you get is getting paid. Everyone should be on at least 30k in London, at least. Because to even travel and pay for things, it's so expensive. And people are literally working their butt off every month and they're not getting really anything out of it apart from just to do it again the next month. You're working so, your butt off. Yeah. It will be living in poverty like or oh. like, below a decent standard of living and you know if you don't work hard you're going to be destitute and it, yeah. you can work the hardest possible take as many hours as you, as you possibly can and you're still not you know having that good standard or quality of life that is so that is difficult, yeah especially in the 21st century in the uk yeah, it's bad terrible to predicament to, for anyone to find themselves in two to three jobs these days if you oh, want yeah. to obviously 
They've come. There's only twenty four hours in a day, though. Like, it's, it's yeah, I know. No, the more you, even like the more you work, the more tax you're going to have to pay anyway. Well, how can you win? Like, what is even the point? That is actually true because I've seen it where people obviously get their pay rise. It's not a a massive slump. It's just probably maybe they're getting a pay rise of like five six k, and then you're not actually seeing so much more in that monthly payment, but. Obviously, before you got that pay rise, you're working your boss to get this pay rise, and then you're just like, oh, okay, £200 more in the month. It's not good. It's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs>